Hey guys, and welcome to Roman Go Lightly, a podcast for creative adventures. Listen, you and I have a lot in common. Like you, I am a working person and I have real world responsibilities. But despite living that nine to five grind, I still want to live that adventurous creative lifestyle we all crave. So how can we do that? Well, that's why I'm here. Roman Go Lightly is a podcast and blog that believes in local adventure and everyday creativity. Because listen, adventure doesn't require a plane ticket and creativity is beckoning and it's for everyone, even us working people. Join me each week as I pick the brains of some of the coolest makers and seekers out there to find out in what small ways we can infuse their practices for inspiration and adventure into our daily working lives. You in? Let's do this. Happy Monday, and welcome to another episode of Roman Go Lately, a podcast for creative adventures. I'm Laura, and I'm so glad that you're here. Today's episode features our guest, Catherine Calm, who is the editor-in-chief of Local Wolves magazine. Catherine is really the youngest girl boss that we're going to have on season one. She is newly graduated from college, so if there's any listeners out there who is a young creative entrepreneur, you have to get your brains in sync with what Catherine does. Um, We talk about all things cool and trendy, and Catherine really um, is the cool hunter we all wish that we could be. She has her finger on the pulse of what's rad and awesome, and we talk about her ideas and sources for finding inspiration online. She's built a really big, large creative community with her monthly magazine, and we talk about what inspires her, the ins and outs of running her publication, and taking ownership of learning more about our communities. Um, and finding the good stuff that that's what's around us. So join us, won't you? And without further ado, let's talk to Catherine. Hey, Catherine. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Really excited. <laughs> I'm so glad we could be able to connect. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited to pick your brain. I feel like you're like the cool hunter that I want to like just know. I want to know everything that you love. So I'm really excited. <laughs> cool. I'm glad to help. Awesome. So, um... Do you want to get started? Yeah, sure. Okay, so um, how would you describe what you do in your own words? All right, so I actually started Locals back in April 12, 2012. So we we're going to be turning four years old in like a, in the next couple of days. And um, I realized that a few months ago that my role was editor-in-chief because I started out um, being a photographer, being a publicist, graphic designer, kind of like every little role in my publication. So I felt like being an um, editor-in-chief fit more in what I do. And it really is something I really enjoy and it highlights my strengths. And furthermore, I manage my incredible, like, talented staff through projects and um, features and different tasks. And maybe doing a lot of different things, especially for summer coming up. And I work on the creative direction of what editorial shoots, like the mood boards, the color swashes. Um, also, different inspiration that I find like from everywhere, which I'll discuss later. And I also collaborate with other photographers from all over the world and for our monthly conceptual shoots that we do for every issue. And cause I have so many ideas sometimes that I need to kind of pick uh, like an issue for it. So that's kind of just of what I do. That's amazing. So can you tell us a little bit more about local wolves as the publication? Yeah. 
So Look of Wolves started out as a music publication. Um, I worked in a lot of different publications in the past, and I really wanted to find a publication that I would personally like to read that wasn't just music-based. So Look of Wolves has now become from music to a lifestyle. So we do a lot of features with um, social media influencers, YouTubers, um, musicians as well so like a lot of a lot of different people because I feel like it's really important to share their story and it all started with uh, you know just kind of creating a blog and it from a blog turned to print so um that's kind of how the gist of what local Wolf is um we do try to incorporate as much of our readers in our issues with movie submissions um also showcasing their artwork and things like that just to um create a more diverse community for local wolves yeah, I love how collaborative you guys are. You are always asking for submissions and the stuff that you guys publish is so cool. It's art and writing pieces and photography. It's it's really, really cool to watch. Uh, awesome. Thank you. Um, it was actually, it took me a few months to realize that we really wanted to showcase more of our readers because we would just do um, with the submissions, we tried it out, and we really know, didn't know what we were going to get ourselves into. Um, but I'm really glad that it's, we've been going at it for a few months now, and um, I'm really excited for the next upcoming issue, which is coming out this week. Um, we're really collaborating with a lot more of our readers, and they're sharing more what how the um, our publication inspired them, and they're doing it through their artwork. So that's going to be really interesting, and I'm excited for everyone to see that as well. So cool. You're like the you're so you're like the cool hunter. Like I said, I feel like you're <laughs> like everything that you guys share is just like so rad, so cool. And I don't know, I just feel like there's such a, a great vibe to what you guys do with every publication. And I love how you each each issue has a certain focus. And you like you said, you don't just focus on music. It's like all types of creative arts. So it's really, really cool. So can you tell us where the name Local Wolves comes from? Yeah, so um, my friends and I at the time, we were kind of debating of like what name to kind of call our publication at the time. So I wanted something related to music, but I wanted like a one word, like really cool one word. But then I kind of came up with local wolves as exploring your local roots, meaning your neighborhood, where you grew up, where you call home. And the wolves in a funny sense meant like to search or to hunt, you know, to find um, new things. So it kind of worked it out in the end, I would say. Um, it took me a while to actually dig the name, um, but now I don't think I would ever change it because it really stuck on and it's very unique and a lot of people seem to remember it. And we were able to create like our own readers called Woofies. So it kind of did work out in the end. I, totally. I so. And I yeah. love your explanation. I sort of, I mean, I sort of assumed that was the meaning, but it's really great to hear <laughs> from you. So when did you realize that you had this knack for finding like local local goodness and art and music and entertainment and creative creative arts and all that how did how'd you how'd you realize you that was like your thing yeah so I'm like a huge cable junkie and I love tv and I love watching like reality shows and just different things on like on tv so I came across like um diners drives and dives and the travel channel and I used to love watching it. I loved like finding new places and all these new eateries and things and um it brought me to more um into cooking and traveling and my cousin Samai she actually would take me and my sister around after school to a new like mom and pop shop or um a new um clothing you know, um clothing shop um, nearby my house so with all those things that I was able to kind of explore more and not just be kind of, um, I don't know how to say, like 
just be I was just so like close-minded at sometimes so it really opened for me to explore like different events and different things and I'm like hey I should start like documenting all the stuff that I've been seeing um not just through like social media but also through like a uh, kind of community so that's it that's kind of how like I kind of got inspired for local wolves to kind of do more things related to um neighborhoods and communities and especially starting out with Long Beach too where I'm from as a kid I would dread living here because it's so boring until I got older and I started to really appreciate like the culture and um just being a part of the Long Beach area really got me to be more inspired by what I do I got to meet a lot more creatives in the area so I'm really fortunate to and grateful to be um, a part of Long Beach Awesome. So I love how how much you have a great creative community online. Um, so what's what's your personal creative community like? I know that you mentioned that some of your friends helped you create Local Wolves, but do you have a creative community in Long Beach that you're close to? That's a good question. Um, like there, my personal creative community is also online. Um, I know that I have a lot of our we connect with our readers a lot and my staff, but all of my friends I connected through was through social media. So it's amazing that we can relate and share similar interests and just the positivity of being in a creative community and just the element of it. And, you know, like a few weeks from now, I'm going to meet some of my friends that haven't, I already met like online. So it's kind of cool just to how the, the creative community is kind of evolving. And um, it does motivate me to, um, to kind of head out of town and meet more people, um, not just in Long Beach, but in like Orange County or um, LA County. And it just gets me more motivated to overcome any like challenges, especially as a young publisher. It's very hard to kind of get your um, just more exposure for the brand so young and like trying to figure out, you know, the cost and all that kind of stuff. So it's very encouraging to meet other people that just pushes you to continue with your passion and career. Totally. And I, I would love to hear your thoughts about, um, you're, you're talking a lot about like the online creative community. And I, to I'm someone who, like you, I feel totally inspired mm -hmm. by my online creative community. I definitely have a close knit of like a close knit group of friends locally who I pick, I pick and like pick their brains and we bounce ideas mm -hmm. off of each other. But the online space is just so amazing. So I'd love to, um, ask you, um, what are your thoughts about creativity and social media? Do you find that you are inspired most by what you find online or how do you source your inspiration? Um, when it comes to inspiration, I kind of find like three, like my main, um, first would be like social media, especially with Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Tumblr. I do connect, I even find like a lot of my friends, um, using the same like things that so we would share ideas and mood boards, um, with each other on there. Um, it allows me to stay on trend with, all like different things going on especially with politics and you know um immigration and like all the stuff going on that I feel like a lot of our young readers would love to kind of be more involved in and try to speak their voice about and also is where I get inspiration to find like photographers and um kind of their style and the concepts where I can be like oh you know it's a really good idea to kind of collaborate and another source is the arts um Starting when I was in fifth grade, I was a part of um, an arts organization called Matter Results, where they would integrate basket weaving with math mathematics. And um, it was like a really rough time where I was like just in my headspace. So that really opened me to do scrapbooking, collaging, um, painting, like just anything of art. And it really, really was a lot of stress. And it was like a huge outlet for me that got me really into um, 
the arts and to fashion and, and music. I I love how for each um, issue of Local Wolves, you sort of, you focus on a different concepts while delving into the creative minds all around the world, like you were saying. So how do you determine the focus for each issue and the content you want to share? All right. Um, so I always had a vision to have more readers be a part of a publication. So not just have us just post like, you know, new content every month and then like, you know, just let it be done. Um, I love it to have it an experience, like a monthly experience for them to kind of read it and share it and just have their friends kind of be more motivated to, you know, do creative stuff. And with the media, pop culture and everything um, of everyday life and so much news going on is important for, I believe that the youth speak up and share how they feel um, through different um, topics. And so that's why um, my publication, we really try to value um, our readers and suggest uh, what they suggest to be featured. Um, like the other day we asked them like, you know, what do you want to see? So we got like so many of um, great comments back. So now we're going to put that into perspective for our upcoming issues and uh, make sure that we have an open discussion about um, some topics that I feel like not a lot of other publications would want to discuss or is kind of really sensitive. And so um, me and my team are working right now to trying to find a way to um, make that kind of open for um, all of our social media accounts to kind of reach out to find more, um, I don't know, I would say like more collaborators and more, you know, um, up and coming writers who have a strong opinion and thoughts about a certain topic. So that's kind of where the gist of how our concept flows. Um, we do have kind of permanent kind of issues where it's like girl power, um, our on the rise issue, which is basically up and coming music artist. Um, so we're already like kind of have our own permanent issues, but overall, I try to make sure we have new and different kind of concepts every month. Amazing. I love it. I love how, like I said, I think it's, I remember stumbling upon Local Wolves because I was looking to share content and I remember just finding it through friends of friends of friends. And I was just so happy mm -hmm. to find a space that, you know, was open to hearing what their readers would like to discuss more about the creative field and, you know, your opinions and your your honest thoughts about what's going on in politics and social media and, you know, pop culture, like you were saying. So I, I just I love ex how you how you really, really, really take that in consideration. So I'm curious, is there any is there any article or um, an issue or feature that you you've shared and you feel especially connected to? Yeah, there's so many like I one of them was I kind of it was random. Um, I was going across on a, on YouTube, um, Ingrid Nilsson, which is Miss Glamorancy on YouTube. And um, she was talking about when her good friends essay. And I was like, OK, so I watched it. And I'm like, oh, you know, she's really cool. And then a few years went by, and now it's 2016. And um, I remember her following us on um, Local Wolves. And I'm like, man, like, this is too, like, I was just fangirling. This is, like, too cool. We really need to reach out. And um, later, you know, we finally got to chatting, and we finally launched our January issue, which we finally featured another blogger, and which was Estee. And it's in our New Beginnings issue. And we got to collaborate with her and a fellow a photographer and friend, Matt Shore, who's amazing. And she welcomed us to her home. And, you know, if you watch in her videos, you know, like all the backdrops is at her house. So it was just a huge, like surreal kind of moment, just having that be a part of her feature. And the photographs just explains it all. And she was able to discuss about creative content, how to manage um, 
the type of content that you want to create through being patient, which is so true. I feel like sometimes people want to have success right away. And it's like, of course, in a perfect world, you would want that because all that being consistent with all the work that you put out. So that was something that I can totally relate to because, you know, there are times where I felt like, is this publication going anywhere? Like, you know, it's two years goes by, three years goes by. And, um, you know, I just want to be more consistent with the flow of the work and the social media and just being interactive with our readers. And um, I feel like we're doing a pretty good job now. We're still taking baby steps. But um, I do take Estee's um, advice into consideration all the time whenever I think about um, a particular article that I am currently connected to. That's awesome. Um, I actually just finished listening to a podcast with Estee. Um, Oh, yes. On filler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Make It Happen podcast. You ever heard of um, Jen Carrington? You should definitely oh, check, to check her out. out. Yeah, I'm, I'm always on the hunt for new podcasts. So I'm now excited to get some more podcasts in. Um, yeah. And because when I when I work on the issues, I always love listening to podcasts and like music on site too. So I'm really excited to find finally find more podcasts to listen to. Oh, I could give you a whole list, girl. I got a whole <laughs> bunch. But yeah, like, um, as, yeah, Essay was literally just on two like two of the podcasts i listen to and i'll i'll definitely send you um a link with uh jen's jen's podcast she's definitely Definitely. more on like branding and being an authentic um creator and everything so she's she's really cool but i love estee as well so um, that's really cool that you were talking about her so small world small world (laughs) small world yeah and she's really inspiring she's really, really cool. I We were talking about local. And I mean, one of the main reasons why I wanted to start the podcast was um, because our whole mission is to encourage local adventure and everyday creativity, even for working people who do the nine to five grind, who have real world responsibilities. And um, I'm curious to know, like, what, what do you think your local, your local hidden gems are? And how, what would be your suggestion for a person looking to find their their local gems okay so i would kind of get away with my local gem first um being part of long beach there's so much to like there's always up and coming like shops you know opening and you kind of have to be in the know like you know what's up and coming so my go-to spot would be bacon bro and bixby knows long beach area um it's like one of my favorite brunch spots. I always recommend it to anybody who's ever in the Long Beach area or in the Redondo Beach or that side of town because it's worth the drive, all their homemade goods and stuff. And I recommend for someone who's trying to find their local hidden gem is just to explore. I mean, not just like, even like going to, I remember when I was younger, like going to a library and just hearing people talk about, you know, a coffee shop or um, things like that and just kind of communicating with your the people in your community makes a huge difference like I would have known about bacon bro if I didn't you know talk to a neighbor you know about you know like my love for food and things like that so I feel like just having that open you know conversation with other people in your community really you know you find so much more like hidden gems like record shops um bakeries like clothing brands are you know that are based in your neighborhood that you had no idea about and that's how I feel is the best part like when thrifting was like a big thing, like there's always that certain thrift shop that everybody knows about that has a good stuff. It's like, you know, super cheap and like really good finds, but you kind of have to know where, you know, where it is, but it's all through like the connections or through um, the conversation you have in your local community. So that's that's what I feel that it is important to kind of, you know, volunteer or even with your friends, you can just go out to downtown and kind of explore the shops and, I feel like that's a great way too. That's what I did when I was young uh, with my sister um, last 
last year where we just went on the metro bus and we would just go explore LA and now we're really comfortable with LA and we go there actually too much but um that's just something I feel like you could always find a way to kind of explore yeah I think one thing I keep reiterating to like on blog posts um (laughs) is like just go one block further do you know what I mean? Definitely. Like, yeah. you're, we get so, like, bubbled into our routine and what we're used to and what's comfortable. If we just go one block further or one mile further in your car or even, like, one stop over on a bus or, you know what I mean? It All it takes is just one little push outside of the comfort zone yeah. and you're suddenly in a completely new and an exciting place and that's you know that's where local adventure comes in and i mean i my friends and i did the same thing we would we would uh, that's all it really takes and you were saying just like ask what's the harm in asking hey where yeah where'd you get that shirt and it makes such a huge difference like um last week for uh, spring break i went to idlewild which is like this random like it's um I think two hours away from Riverside, which is the Inland Empire, and be- it's before you hit Palm Springs. So it was like a mountain where it's like it gives you like this um, Northern California vibe, but it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's in this mountain where you have to go like twenty four miles up the mountain. And we went to this small little town, and it's like it's a completely different world. But it was just so cool exploring. Like you know, they made homemade jerky, they made homemade ice cream, they did all this kind of cool stuff that you would never known if you haven't like if my cousin didn't like you know travel up the extra mile like you mentioned um just visiting that extra block and you know communicating with the locals and just kind of seeing what's their favorite eateries and you know they had different bakeries and stuff and it was just it was way worth like just kind of going the extra mile and kind of um just connecting with them and I feel like a lot I just recommend it it's like it's so worth it and you might you'll be more satisfied with the experience and you want to continue to find more local um, spots in the area too. Absolutely. Awesome. So um, for listeners who work a nine to five lifestyle and maybe this job isn't their passion or what really makes them come alive, what what piece of advice would you send their way? And how, how do you think working creatives um, can keep the spark alive outside of this real world responsibility that they might have? Okay, good question. Um, whether you're a freelance photographer or a graphic designer, always continue to build your portfolio. And like now, even as an editor in chief, I still am building up my photography portfolio and going to shows and doing some shoots here and there, just to kind of build up and kind of experiment with the work I have, because you never know where it will go. And just network with other fellow creators in your community, or if you haven't. Um, you know, you follow like on Instagram or on Twitter, like a really inspiring photographer that you really want to work with or just want to hear their advice. Like, you know, it only takes a simple email just to con- just connect with them and see, hey, you know, can we just chat, you know, um, have a conversation over a cup of coffee or over brunch. I feel like that way um, you can really keep the motivation going and the feeling that you're not alone, that you're able to still create. And there's other people out there that are doing similar similar things that can really help you and push you to continue doing what you love. Perfectly said. (laughs) Thank you. Perfectly said. Okay. So I, I love to finish up our interviews with like some silly questions that really let us dig into who you are as not only just the editor in chief of local wolves, but who you are as Catherine. So um, here we go. So tell, let's do two truths in a lie first. So tell me three facts about you that, I wouldn't know. Most listeners wouldn't know. Two of them would be true, and then one's a lie, and I have to guess which one is your lie. 
All right. So I do have three. So let's go by the first one is I am a huge fan of WWE franchise throughout my childhood years. Two, lost my plane ticket after I, I got my suitcase checked through security. And three, I am a certified lifeguard at my local community center. Ooh, geez. Okay, so question about the <laughs> WWE. Are you talking about world wrestling? Or are you talking about the world wildlife? <laughs> uh, wrestling. Oh, wrestling. Okay, cool. Yeah, wrestling. Hmm. Because those are very two very different things. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say your lie is the, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say lifeguarding is your lie. Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I feel yeah. so proud of myself right now. It was so hard trying to pick something. I'm like, wow, there's so many, like, interesting things I didn't like when I was younger that some people are like, wait, you you don't look like someone who, you know, would watch wrestling. And how can you lose your plane ticket when you just checked out, you know, checked out? <laughs> so, yeah, those things actually happened to me. And, um, but the lifeguard part, I, I love swimming. And I, when I was younger, we had a community pool. And I always want to be a lifeguard, but I just never had the guts to kind of do that whole, you know, certification stuff. But yeah, I'm glad you figured it out. <laughs> Wow. Well, I I'm curious. How did you how did you lose your how how did that happen? Yeah, I was on my way to Boston. I was a lot younger though, and um, I was so excited just being on the on the plane for the first time since I was like super young, and um, I didn't really wear the most comfortable clothing. I remember I wore like these really uh, quartery like jeans and you know, really baggy jacket. So it was like so much stuff going on already, and you have to take everything you know out to the, for them to double check and everything like that and yeah I lost my ticket I walked like halfway through and we had like a few minutes in before we had to go um you know give our boarding pass and all that stuff and yeah I lost it and I go back and thankfully someone did find it but yeah we were like so close to like missing that flight and it was an important flight because my cousin was getting married and we could not miss it and we had like I think four or five people with us too so I really kind of screwed up for the whole pe- I was like really like rushing back and I was like how can you like lose your plane ticket like there so after that and especially my trip going to San Francisco I made sure like I had that ticket right like next to me in my pocket or wherever because um yeah I was a klutz that time but I feel uh, like that's like my worst nightmare as a traveler is like because I'm yeah. constantly like I am someone who who like will misplace things <laughs> in plain sight I'll, it'll be like right uh-huh. in my hand that's like my worst nightmare <laughs> yeah that's before like there was any phones ringing too so I'm like how can I lose it like what else can I be holding that will let me you know forget about you know my ticket so hopefully thankfully there's someone there that actually found the ticket it didn't take it you know yeah so took your receipt yeah took your receipt and left but um yeah that was I just remember that day like so vividly but yeah lesson learned my- yeah, lesson learned. Never gonna happen again. Actually, never. <laughs> cool. So, what is your what does your dream day look like? Okay, so I'm kind of like an early bird. Um, I hate wasting time, so I love waking up at eight in the morning, like seven to eight in the morning, and with like a good old cup of coffee. And like I, I'm a music lover too, so I love listening to music in the mornings. And one of my dreams, a part of the dream day, is to have headquarters like a studio space where I can meet with my team on current projects follow up on shoots um also meet with talents and do meetings and just 
the whole thing. Like I would love to actually have that, not just through online and emails, but like just to see them in person and just connect with them and being able to go behind the scenes of photo shoots that we've been doing, you know, for that particular day and having like a nice staff brunch where we just get to just talk and collaborate about just new creative things going on with like pop culture and all things like that and work on mood boards and color swatches and just being able to overview everything. Um, also, just being with my team in one space is just already a dream in itself because I work with a lot of my team members through online, through Skype calls, through FaceTime. So it'd be really great just to have like them actually there working and just me kind of collaborating and just checking up on them too. So that would just be a, just a huge like it would be a big deal for me already just having a space where visitors could come and they could just see how we create and um, possible collaborations. Like that's just like a dream. So hopefully it'll happen within a few years, but I'm trying to make it happen as soon as possible. It's going to happen. You're a total girl boss. Yeah. I really want it to happen. Like it's just, it's always on my mind. Every time I go to LA, like I, that's what I see. Like, you know, just having that opportunity to have people come visit and just have that like kind of creative hub, um, hopefully in Long Beach and then maybe in the future in LA, but just having that would be just really surreal. And like, I don't know, I just get a lot of emails saying like, you need to have a headquarters. Like, I know I do. It's just, you know, money and all that stuff, like trying to figure it out. And hopefully after graduation's over, um, I could really take, you know, some time just to kind of calculate and see how I can make it, you know, happen. Yeah, I think the logistics of it sounds really daunting, but I think that has to be sort of like the the thing on your radar that is next for you, I'm sure. Yes, it's it's been on my mind for so long, so hopefully I can get that to happen and you know, maybe potentially have you come visit, like that'd be like really cool. I so, would love that. <laughs> so that's something that I really want to, you know, kind of expand the publication. That's another big thing for me too. Ask. That sounds that sounds like it's it's sooner rather than later for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping so. Cool. My favorite question that I like to end um, the interviews with, what do you really and truly love? And this can be I love donuts or it can be something really deep and meaningful. Okay. So I was thinking about this, like, what do I really love? Because I think I really, you know, I had to go back and really think about how this publication started and how it really changed who I am into you know being wanting to be a part of a more creative industry because I'm actually um a full-time student I'm majoring healthcare administration and I realized that I love the business aspect of what I do with local wolves and I want to continue it and I want to learn more about entrepreneurship and things like that so throughout that whole thing it was because of music um during the hard times and challenges I had to face, especially with the criticism and stuff I got just for starting a publication, um, music was my outlet. So I could listen to a song, you know, that depending on the day of the mood um, or the flow of the day. And it really helped shape who I am. And I'm really grateful for working with individuals and brands and, and um, record labels that reach out to us to collaborate on like shoots and features. And we are doing what we love. And music allows me to face my fear of trying something that I thought was not possible and creating into something that I that more than I can ever imagine. And for music playlists, concert festivals, um, to seeing performances on like talk shows, like people we worked with that is on a talk show, like that's just, it. I'm just like blown away sometimes. And it showed me like when I was younger, I would always dance, I would sing, I was really into arts and kind of just movement. So 
um, just being able to be part of an industry like music really helped me to collaborate on a good, on a more creative level. So that's how, like, even with my parents, like they're really into music and, um, cultural music. And it kind of brought me to kind of really know, like, you know what music is a huge part of me, like probably like 45%, like it's all about music. So, and stuff I do is, is music. So that's what I'd say is something I truly love and deeply care about. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Cool. So thank you so much, Catherine. This has been great. I I can't wait to thank share this. And are, is there anything that you're working on that we should keep an eye out for? Yeah. So um, being part of Wiggle Wolves, we've been getting a huge, like, I think for years now, a request to um, have more, like, stuff for our publication. So for me, it's not only about the content we publish every month. It's also about our readers. And um, super thrilled to announce that we're going to be launching a merch shop really, really soon, planning on aiming towards the summer. And um, we've worked, I've been working with my illustrators on like designs and we're in the pre-production mode right now and hopefully stickers and stuff where, you know, our readers can showcase their, you know, the, the Woofy community um, and on social media and just have them be a part of it. It's going to be really exciting and we have so much stuff planned for it and they get to be a part of the whole entire process. So definitely be on the lookout for that. That sounds so cool. And where can we find you online? Alrighty, so you can find me at Catherine Kelm, C-A-T-H-R-I-N-E-K-H-O-M, on all my social medias, Twitters, Instagram, Snapchat, stay up with all the interesting things I do on a daily basis. And apart from working on the publication, I do do freelance photography and um, currently on a blog to document my um, adventures as editor-in-chief. Um, and of course, trying to find more places for local gems in the California region. Um, but low-key, you'll find me at a coffee shop, probably in LA or Long Beach, uh, and reading a magazine. So that's where you'll find me. <laughs> low key. Totally. Yeah. Low key. <laughs> low key. I do on a daily basis, but yeah. Yeah. Same, 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 same. Well, this has been great. I honestly, I can't thank you enough. This has been really cool and I can't wait to share it. Yes. I'm so excited to share with my readers. and I know my staff will be even more thrilled. Thank you so much, Catherine. You rule. I can't wait to see what you're able to accomplish. You're on your way to becoming one of the coolest girl bosses out there. Okay, guys, so you know the drill. You can find us at romangolightly.com, on Instagram at romangolightly, and Snapchat at rome underscore golightly. If you can believe it, we only have one more full interview left of season one. Um, we'll have maybe one more summary mini-sode with just me or my friends, but that's basically it. And guess what, guys? We're going out with a huge bang. You're about to meet the girl with the coolest job ever next week. Aida Mullenkamp is our guest. And if you don't know who Aida is, you have a week to figure out and become very obsessed with who she is and everything that she does. Her job is to taste the world. Um, and basically, that means she goes out into the all of the globe and she just finds stuff that's delicious, and she reports back. She's a cook and a food expert. She has a cookbook. She runs an online publication called Salt and Wind, and she is rad sauce. Rad sauce. And she's closing out our season one finale with a bang next week. I love it. Are you excited? I hope you are. Okay, so... Uh, you can find us at all the previously mentioned social media outlets. Follow along. We're sharing tons of good resources for you to lead that adventurous and creative lifestyle you crave. 
And if you would be so kind as to rate, review, and subscribe to this lovely podcast, it will make it easier for other creative adventurers like yourself to find us online. You guys rule. See you next week for our final formal interview. See ya.